Good morning and welcome this Christmas Eve morn. Should I say Merry Christmas yet? I might not see some of you before Christmas, so Merry Christmas. What a beautiful day to be here together. The roads were clear, albeit foggy, but still so nice to be able to come to church this morning. You got your light coats out. You didn't even need the bulky winter ones, so what a great day to worship our Lord and Savior. This is a morning of deep joy. A child is born for us, a child who brings peace. We do have some announcements this morning. Hopefully, I don't know how many. <laughs> I think next week is a little calmer. Good morning, everybody. Okay, this is really close. Oh, my gracious. Okay. Good morning um, and Merry Christmas. Uh, first of all, we have three Christmas services today. We have this service. We also have the 5 o'clock family candlelight service and the 10 p.m. candlelight service. So we hope to see some of your smiling faces there. Um, also tomorrow, St. Mary's Catholic Church is hosting the 37th annual free Christmas dinner at noon on Monday, December 25th. So if you're going to be alone for Christmas or if you just want to go to that, you are always welcome over at St. Mary's Catholic Church. And I think we have everybody who signed up for, to bring things. I think that's already been, you don't have to worry about bringing anything at this point. Although I'm sure they wouldn't turn down extra cookies. Um, you can always use a few extra cookies. Um, on Monday and Tuesday, the office will be closed for Christmas and the day after. Also, Pastor Tammy will be on vacation from December 26th through December 31st. And Pastor Brenda Crossfield will be on call if you need her. Uh, her contact information, her cell phone number is in the weekly announcements. I think, is it also in the bulletin? So if... If it's not tomorrow or Tuesday, you can always call the office and they'll get that for you. So, but that'll be Pastor Brenda Crossfield. Um, I think that's it. That's all the announcements we have that are very important for you today. I'm sure we'll have many, many, many more announcements coming into next week. So, Merry Christmas, and let's stand and sing our first hymn, number 218, It Came Upon a Midnight Clear.
Please join me in our call to worship and opening prayer. The night was dark. The night was still. The night was expectant. On this night. Oh, we could do better. Let us rejoice in the gift of love. Yes, it is rejoicing. Let us pray together. Loving God, this is a holy morning. We come longing to hear your story of new life and hope. Speak your words of truth and power. May the gift of your love be born anew among us. Cast out our fears that we may rejoice in your power and your goodness. Amen. You may be seated. Yes. To a people longing for hope and yearning for deliverance, the prophet Isaiah declared, the people walk, who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders. And he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Tonight we come seeking hope, peace, joy, and love. And we find these things in a child. God made flesh as a baby in a manger. A baby who is both the beginning and the end of our salvation who dwells with us even now, our Emmanuel, God with us. We live as people in the in-between who celebrate the arrival of the light that shines in broken places as we wait for the day when we will live in the fullness of God's kingdom. We light these candles as signs of our shocking hope our just peace, our fierce joy, the love that transforms us, and Jesus Christ, our wondrous light. May the light burning in our hearts guide us, comfort us, protect us, and tend us in all seasons and circumstances, reminding us that day and night, in the light and in the darkness, God is with us. Our salvation has come. Amen. May the peace of the Lord be with you. The angels sang to the shepherds, glory to God in the highest heavens and peace to God's people on earth. Greet one another with this heaven-sent peace. I invite you to rise to your feet and meet and greet your neighbors with the peace of Christ. If you do not wish to shake hands, just stay in your seat and, and hopefully we can respect that distance.
This morning we have an opportunity to share with one another our joys and our concerns as we are united by family, brought together with the love of Jesus Christ. Do you have joys or concerns this morning? For those at home, Nancy has a wonderful joy. Her family is here, Dylan, Maddie, Rose, and Joel. Joe, I was so close to getting all four. <laughs> Doesn't always happen, but that's pretty close for me. I am really thankful that you are here with us. One of the joys of, of Christmas is to be able to share that with our family and how beautiful it is to see them all in church this morning. So thank you. All of you for being here, and I pray you have a wonderful Christmas. So, Lord, thank you for time spent with family. Lord, in our mercy. And I didn't explain that. Our, our prayers go like this. I, you raise your hand, a microphone comes to you magically by Sarah with her running shoes on. We ask that you lift your name and then uh, your prayer. I'll follow it with a brief prayer. Close it with, Lord, in your mercy, and ask that you respond. Hear our prayers. everybody for all the help we had yesterday at the funeral and you know god bless everybody that that helped and was there and helped support the family it was a hard time and just thank you so much and merry christmas lord we do thank you for all the people who come together to work hard to celebrate your resurrection to remember donna stevens we gathered here in this church yesterday, and the food was great. The service was so special with special music and Nancy on the piano, and it was altogether a beautiful day. And then we went downstairs, and there was cookies and desserts and sandwiches. It could not have been better. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, in your mercy. Elizabeth Dewar. I just got news yesterday that my grandson, Alex, has COVID, so I will not be going to Dodgeville tomorrow. Also, his sister, Emerson, is supposed to leave the 26th for Prague, and it's the university where all the shooting occurred. So she's hoping that she doesn't get COVID also. So prayers for their health. Lord, as we lift up Alex this morning, we pray for his, for his health as he is diagnosed with COVID. We pray that he recovers quickly. We also pray that those germs are, set to, are, are left to himself and not shared with his sister, sister, right, Emerson? And Emerson is going to Prague, which brings up another prayer concern that we have. The mass shooting in Prague is something they were not expecting and something she is walking into a different atmosphere than them Emerson had anticipated. Lord, be with all these families that have lost dear loved ones and all families all around the world that are suffering from the loss this day. Lord, in your mercy. All right, we are not, I'm not seeing any hands, so I'm going to lift up a prayer for all of us. Lord Jesus, thank you for allowing us to be here this morning to worship together on this foggy yet warm morning. We pray for almost an uneventful day except for the celebration of your birth. We pray that the songs and the music are beautiful, that our hearts are full of joy, both with family reuniting and friends calling and cards and gifts but overall, we want to remember the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who came as a tiny baby into this world with hopes and dreams and came to save us all. We can continue to hope, to have joy, to have peace, to have love in our life 
because of our Lord and Savior, Jesus. And so with the confidence of the children of God, let us pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Our scripture reading today, our first scripture reading is Isaiah chapter 9, verses 2 through 7. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when the dividing the plunder. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor. Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rose, rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel, fuel for the fire. For us to us, a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. He will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Our gospel reading is from Luke 
chapter 2, verses 1 through 20. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in the manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, the great company, a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God and highest in heaven, on earth and peace to those to whom, on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had seen, heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. The word of God. Thanks be to God. So this morning I was reading uh, an anecdote about a Christmas play. And, well, actually, it was last night, but they had this small group of children in this church. It was a small Sunday school class. And so when it came time for them to come in and say their parts, there was only one magi. And this little girl comes in, and she's dressed with her finest robe on. All the jewelry from the three magi that should have been on there was draped around her little neck. And she came up there so proudly to the microphone and said, I come with three gifts, gold, circumstance, and mud. <laughs> As I was walking out today, most Christmases, I don't think too much about mud. Do you? No. Normally, it's frozen pretty solid. But I was walking down my steps, and I have some old kind of treacherous steps at my house, and there was mud on those steps. And I was thinking about that barnyard, that, that lack of an inn where Jesus was born. A stable, perhaps. Maybe it looked more like a cave. But I was thinking about mud. Not clean mud. <laughs> Not the mud I stepped on this morning, but Mud. You know the type. When I was little, well, not super little, but when I was taking an egg class in school, we were able to visit a farm. And it was one of those modern farms, not like my farm that I grew up on where we had to shovel mud out of the barn. Um, but this was a farm where they had these um, 
floors that when the cows walked on them, everything went under and a conveyor belt was able to move all that stuff for them. I thought that was the best invention I had ever seen. No shoveling, no backbreaking, no lifting. The barn didn't even really smell bad. It was incredible. It was like our barns were right after we sprinkled the lime, after we cleaned up everything and before, well, you know what it was before. I was thinking about Jesus being born in a stable. And I'm not saying this stable was filthy. For me, picturing Jesus being born in a stable, I'm picturing more of the haymow portion of the, the stable, where they keep the straw, where they keep the clean stuff, where it might be a little bit warmer, a little bit cozier, and a whole lot cleaner. And then the angels had to go into a field and talk to some shepherds who were watching sheep in a field. And once again, I thought of mud, of smells, of different things that we might not expect from our beautiful example of what Christmas should be. When I was young and I had my first child, I was so worried about every single germ. My brother and sister-in-law came in and they were smokers. And I was in a hospital room and all of a sudden I was bombarded with smells. I made them go over to the sink and wash their hands before they could touch my precious newborn baby. Afterwards, I think maybe I was being a little dramatic. But first child, first baby, so worried about everything. I wanted perfection. I wanted clean. I wanted new linens. I wanted everything just perfect for my perfect little angel. By the time the second one rolled around, you know, all that was, <laughs> yeah, poor Jordan. <laughs> but that day, I remember how clean I wanted everything and how perfect I wanted everything. And this is Mary's first child in a stable where she wanted everything perfect, too. And I imagine during some of that night, she was calling out to her mother. And perhaps the angels comforted her. Perhaps Joseph held her hand through the worst of it. But I kept thinking, dirt floors and mud. You know, in a way it makes sense. Jesus came to the least and the lost. Those who have real mud and dirt and grime in our lives. People who outwardly look just as good as you and me. In fact, if I look at some people here, and myself, I realize perhaps I have a little bit of mud that needs some cleaning up too. I need that nice white sprinkling of lime in my life to make it all clean and sparkling. A little hand sanitizer for my hands and maybe a special spiritual hand sanitizer for my soul. I think we all have a little bit of that mud in our lives things that aren't quite perfect, mistakes that we have made, places we have wanted to go and didn't quite get, regrets that we have. We have some stinky mud in our life. But Jesus was born to clean it up for us, born into a different kind of mud that he had with his mother and father and the Holy Spirit present born to be in a stable where shepherds would appear with a whole new sense of smell and, and social standing. But also born into a family that would soon be presented with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Although the circumstance in mud does sound somewhat appropriate at times, right? 
The circumstance reminds us of our circumstance that we have in our own lives. Some of us sit in a chair and look at empty stockings this Christmas morning because our family did not make it. Some of us, our stockings are bulging. Some of us have an empty chair that we look at and we recognize we're missing that lost. We have some circumstances. Some of us look across the pews that we have in this church and have memories of who sat where, when, the smiles on their face, the jokes they told, maybe even some of the comments they made. We have circumstances. Gold, circumstances, and mud. Jesus came for all, didn't he? He came for each and every one of us. I look at the gold sometimes in this story not so much as a material wealth, but the wealth that I find in the faith that we have in Jesus Christ. It is priceless. It is gold. I sing songs like, I've got a mansion over the hilltop in that great place where we'll never grow old. And I think about how I used to sing of streets of gold. But you know, the streets of gold may not look the same when I get there. But what I know is that by the time I get there, all that mud, all the stuff that has happened in my life, those circumstances will be washed away with a sense of cleanness and wholeness as bright as the angel's light from the sky. And I can imagine our Lord and Savior being much like that. Maybe there will be some angels welcoming me in, saying, do not fear while I want to fall on my knees before God. But what a joyous time it was to. A healthy baby born in the midst of unusual circumstances. A young mother who was so pleased when she heard what shepherds of all people had to say that she pondered it in her heart. The humility of that mother that could recognize the value in all people. That baby who would be raised to be our Savior. This Christmas, if your boots get a little bit muddy, think of how fortunate we are to have what we have. A Savior who has already been born to save our world. One who we are still waiting to come again, but yet we have that trust in our salvation, one that we love with our whole heart, that Savior that was born on Christmas Eve. Maybe it wasn't a silent night. Maybe it wasn't clean and tidy as our little nativity scenes show. But then again, maybe it was surrounded by soft, clean straw so that no mud would be on that precious little baby wrapped up in clean straps of cloth so that the little child felt secure and safe, placed lovingly and gently in a manger. There was no room in the inn that year. But there was room in somebody's heart who opened up a safe place for a young mother and a young father to have a baby safely and healthy. What joy that brings to me that they were not kicked out on the streets. They were not behind some building, but they were in shelter. Maybe gold, circumstance, and myrrh weren't that far off. Or mud. <laughs> I said it wrong. Weren't that far off from what real life is like. Maybe our mistakes lead us to fuller understanding of the grace of God.
So as we have mistakes this Christmas, as presents are opened and faces might not shine as brightly as you were expecting them to, have some grace and realize that we all have a little mud in our life. But that mud is what Jesus came to save us from. May you have the peace of knowing that a child is born, wonderful counselor, prince of peace. And this day above all other days, we pray that the mud of this world may be cleaned up by our Lord and Savior. I don't know what that image looks like to you, but I see a sprinkling of fine lime cleaning up every bit and making it smell as clean as as fresh air. May it be so this year. Amen. (laughs) Then we'll follow it within the bleak midwinter. (laughs) Let us rise to our our feet and sing together. may be seated. We often come to Christmas longing for a cozy story of a baby born in a manger, but this baby will change the world. He is called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Prince of Peace. Something strong and powerful began with that infant. He brings justice and righteousness for all the world. Enlarge our minds, increase our vision, and strengthen our commitment that we too may work for justice and righteousness. Help us walk faithfully with him and lead us on your paths of peace. Amen. Let's hear these words of assurance 
Jesus is our blessed hope, bringing grace and salvation to all. On this night of nights, and morning of morning, I will add, we are loved and made whole. And now, not because we have to, but because we are grateful. Let us return to God what is ours to share. Let us joyfully offer our time, our treasure, our commitment, and our prayers. I invite the ushers to come forward. Please join me in our offering prayer. Holy God, we are grateful for the incredible gift born in a stable in Bethlehem. The love and joy birthed by Jesus has touched and transformed our lives. We bring our gifts to you this day. We bring our gifts of money to continue your mission of peace. We bring our hearts as we adore you and long to follow Jesus. Amen. Let us remain singing and sing, He is Born.
have you sit down for our benediction because we are going to listen to our last bit of special music this morning. Our music is so beautiful that it sticks with us throughout the holidays. So listen. Do you hear the angels singing? Glory to God in highest heaven and on earth peace to all. This peace is yours for the asking. A gift from God this morning. Go in peace. Go in peace, serve the world. Thanks be to God.